My name is Trisha. And I am Chelsea. And we are your hosts this evening. Um, thank you for joining us. Sorry we are a few minutes late getting started here. There was, you know, some of the, the usual last minute clusterfuck of what the fuck. And here we are. <laughs> uh, so we got a few on deck to discuss tonight. Um, clearly more to add to the Ukraine and Russia situation. Um, some updates as far as COVID goes. Uh, some what the fuck Florida. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Seeing how it's it's been a while since we've really discussed much to do with COVID. Um, I guess we can dive right in with this one. Uh, the health chief warned of COVID funds shortage here, and there's there's a few areas where this is going to be affecting people. Sorry, give me a moment. This is popping stuff up on me that is aggravating me. Let me get rid of that. Um, U.S. Health Secretary Xavier Becerra warned Thursday that vaccines, tests, and treatments will be, quote, stuck on the ground unless Congress provides additional funds that the White House has demanded. Uh, he said, quote, we have reached a pivot point. How well we pivot is on us, end quote. Uh, Omicron variant BA.2, which is causing a virus rebound in Europe and Asia, is also gaining ground here, although overall cases here are still in decline. Uh, Becerra said that funding pass with Capitol Hill could hamper the current administration's promising new strategy called Test to Treat. Um, under that plan, people would be able to go to their local drugstore for a COVID test, and if they were positive, receive medication that they could then take at home. A one-stop shop, basically. Uh, but if you don't have the dollars to fly, you're stuck, he said. You're stuck on the ground. Um, in a wide-ranging interview, Bakara also expressed concerns about cases rising amongst children as schools lift their mask requirements, which is beyond fucking ridiculous to me because the science has already proven that children are super carriers, super spreaders of it, that they have viral counts um, in like their mouth and throat swabs 
that are exponentially larger than that of even older kids, let alone adults. So for schools to be lifting mask requirements while cramming children into these small buildings like sardines, to me is incredibly ignorant. Um, In my opinion, I mean, they shouldn't even be having them gather. I mean, it doesn't, at, at the point that it is elementary school children, they are not completely aware of hygiene. They're still going to pick their nose, not cover their mouth when they cough. They're still going to touch shit without washing their hands because they're kids. That's just what they do. So they shouldn't be there to begin with. We should, I mean, it's ridiculous that we're even talking about mask mandates for children when they shouldn't be, they shouldn't shouldn't be building in the first place. Um, and we and we are still. I mean, this is showing that we have a problem with not even handling this to the point that like people have to go to work, so they have to put their kids inside of an institution, and it's just it's an all-encompassing problem throughout the system itself. Um, I mean, I work in the service There's absolutely no way that children are going to learn any of this. I'm the oldest of eight. There is absolutely no way that children are going to learn any of this. Not as quickly, as quickly as they need to. They're kids. Right. Right. Kids don't quite pick up on that stuff when you already tried to tell them under normal circumstances like hey quit picking your nose because there's a lot of bacteria that grows in there and then you're eating it or wiping it on things like that's gross um this this is something that you know they're actually expecting a higher level of maturity of understanding of awareness out of little kids that is unfair to expect of them the best thing you can do to keep kids safe as well as their family members is to just continue to do the classes over the internet from home. But that's also been a problem because of, you know, in single parent homes, somebody's got to work to pay the bills and parents are not getting, you know, paid to stay at home and teach their kids so that they can keep the roof over their head. It's been difficult even in two parent homes where typically both parents are working and one had time off from work to do this. So it's a point of frustration from all the way around. But when it comes to actually preserving life itself, I think that's something that we should go back to what we were already discussing countless times before of instead of the stimulus checks being a hit and miss, here's Here's a little something that'll help you for two seconds that it should have been set up as a UBI to make sure that people can keep the roof over their head and food on their table in order to survive this because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. It has not ceased and people want to act like it has and go back to normal, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean or create a new normal. And that's, pretty much impossible to do here. Um, You know, there's been parents objecting to mask requirements, saying it's an infringement on personal liberty. Others reluctant to put their kids near any potential risks who want to be able to keep their kids at home. Um, And there's no consistency across the board when it comes to how schools are handling this. It literally depends on where you're at and whether the people in the area are actually medically aware or if they're ignorant 
And that's sad because the kids' lives are being put in the hands of people who don't necessarily know what the hell they're talking about. And it's, it's beyond befuddling and I don't even have children. And I find it frustrating that this is how innocent kids are being treated. Like they are political playthings to be used for whatever perspective of bullshit that their parents have instead of the concern actually being for their health. That's a problem too. Um, the Department of Health and Human Services is trying to prepare so that millions of people don't just lose their health insurance if their eligibility for Medicaid lapses when the government ends the official COVID public health emergency. Um, Congress has been providing more money for state Medicaid programs during the pandemic, but in exchange, the states have been precluded from cutting the rolls. Um, that's problematic too. We need universal health care. We should not be having to wonder if Congress is going to give us back our tax dollars to cover health coverage. Yeah. That's dumb. I don't know how else to express that. That they should be beholden to the people telling them what the hell we want them to do with our money. Not, hey, we can afford, you know, billions in airplanes to send overseas to fight wars, but we can't afford to make sure that people don't lose their health insurance during a pandemic. Frustration is... I would have liked to have health insurance before the pandemic. but Right. A lot of people would, you know. No, we're just continuing. It's one of those things where it's like it's like all of a sudden, like you didn't have health insurance before, but even now, if you don't have health insurance, insurance, you are being restricted to a medical only or medical emergency only uh, ban um, when this all first started, and then so you can't take care of anything preventative. It's really hard specifically nope. to find a dentist during that time, I would know, because I had to. And so it's just like, there were already problems that we had before. And then now it's just like, it just keeps getting worse. And everybody just keeps acting like, well, it's fine. It's going away and we're handling it. And now you can just walk in and you can just, and it's like, I mean, I haven't noticed as many uh, people talking about it like, getting COVID or having somebody die from COVID, that doesn't mean it's not happening, but I feel like that's making people feel like it's not as big of a deal as it used to be. Agreed. Um, and, and at this point, they're not focused on healthcare again. Like, when are we going to have healthcare? I don't know. I, I would love to know myself, um, especially considering that out of the I think it's 33 quote unquote developed countries in the world that, you know, have huge economies like here. We're the only fucking one that does not have guaranteed health care, that doesn't have things like housing and food being considered human rights. We're the only one that is not making use 
even of the resources from this exploitative capitalism to actually fund any social programs. The only one. At least the others are, you know, attempting to do things like democratic socialism. They're not even trying here. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. The people who are literally public employees living off of our tax dollars, paying them almost $200,000 a year each, don't care that the majority of us are living on 50K a year or less, far less. And honestly, I need to look up the numbers because there has been so many more people who have been plummeted into the depths of poverty in the last couple of years that that's probably not even the average anymore either. It's sad and it's sickening. And if this had happened at just any other time throw- in my life, if this had happened at any other time in my life, I would have been homeless again. And if it wasn't for living in an time was my problem in a way, a little bit, but not completely. Um, but this would have been something that there's nothing that you can do. It's like I'm on a track and I'm fine, and then this happens, and it's like I would have been homeless if I didn't live where I live with the person that I live with. Lots of people have been losing their homes left and right. Um, and not just in those you know, massive lumps of people who lost their homes during the heaviest hitting parts of the COVID pandemic, but it's still happening. Matter of fact, there's some stuff I was reading up on the other day that um, there are banks that are offering refinancing to people to, you know, try to keep their homes. These assholes denied over half of all of the black applicants who wanted to do a refinance on their home in order to actually keep their home. So we're probably going to be looking at another wave of homelessness. And this one's directly in the hands of white supremacy. Fuck those banks. But I digress. This whole situation with COVID angers me because we've got billions to throw at war but not to throw at housing and food and medical care, actually essentials. Who the fuck do they think is going to sustain them with tax dollars if enormous portions of the population keep losing their lives, losing their homes, and therefore oftentimes also losing their jobs because how can you maintain stability if you're living out of your car? It's pretty hard. Been there, done that. It was fucking uh, hard doesn't cover it okay but only communism does that don't you know mm-hmm. right and now they're on another kick of red scare bullshit because it threatens the the capitalist exploitation you know and in case it's not clear there is no capitalism that isn't exploitative why I always use those two terms together because all capitalism is exploitation of labor period no ifs ands or buts about it and for those ideas to be demonized of like oh my god you're a horrible person you dirty commie because you believe that humans have the right to housing and health care and food and to actually own the full value of their labor and not have it getting fucking raped so that some 
fucking wealthy asshole on top can get even wealthier. <laughs> I, I, I had to listen to it again at work today. It's not a long story, but he was talking about how one of the liquor reps is quitting and uh, quitting for the rep, not for him. Uh, so the rep is corporate. And he was like, yeah, I told you you wouldn't like that corporate. He was like, some people like that climbing up people and climbing on top of just dead bodies and shit just to get to the top. And I'm just like, oh, like capitalism. Yeah. Well, I didn't say it. I didn't say it to him because he still doesn't know that I'm a communist. But I was just like, you are describing the exact same thing that you bitch about. You said you put Karl Marx and Mao on your fucking toilet. No, you fucking didn't. No, you fucking didn't. Meanwhile, here he is <laughs> capitalistically exploiting your labor. Yeah, no, I mean, yesterday he was legit talking about one of his employees, how he could afford an economy. And I'm like, you were talking about people having to get an economy apartment on what you're paying them. And you don't see the problem here. First problem being that what he's paying might not even be enough to cover that economy apartment. Second problem being that um, most people can't do an economy apartment because they have kids. You know, in my case and yours, that's this one doesn't not a thing. But, honestly, but for most I mean, people in the world, and I thought that I would be ahead by now because of it, but I'm not. I'm totally fucked. I mean, you're like, oh, I'm supposed to. If nope. I don't have kids, then I don't have to pay for all these things. But it's getting to the point that even people without kids can't fucking afford anything. Right. Right. And motherfuckers want to cry about why isn't anybody having kids? Like, well, we already couldn't afford them, but now you're making it where we can't afford ourselves. And they wonder why suicide rates are going up. And again, this goes back to health care of we should actually have access to mental health care, regardless of employment status. I agree, but, but I also don't think um, that it's fix much when the reason for a lot of people's depression and anxiety is not chemicals. It's the state of the world itself. Yep. It's that. It's that. that and that's the thing, like, um, too much of mental health care is dependent on here, take this drug, whether the person has a chemical imbalance or not. When the majority of people who would need mental health care resources wouldn't need drugs, they, they would need an actual relationship with a therapist to be able to talk about things in a manner that can help them find ways to heal those things. But how are you going to heal a system that has left you in a position of having no control over what's done that you have to fucking live with. So as someone that has both had to study this a little bit in certain classes, um, and also has taken the free counseling a couple of times through the community college that I go to, um, statistically speaking, um, bisexual, women are more likely to face depression specifically if you fall out of religion if you go to a christian private school 
there are certain things like that. And I'm not just saying that it's me specifically, because a lot of this, when you learn that your problems are social, social, social problems, um, that you, you kind of have this relief that it's not just you, that it's not just this individual problem. Like everybody always tells you that it's just like, well, you should do this to fix it, or you should do this to fix it. Sometimes when you know the sociological reason for something to, for something being the way that it is, you can find a way to climb out of it. And sometimes you really can't. And so it's like, there are certain demographics of people that have more problems with depression, anxiety, or more severe, severe forms of mental illness. And whenever you look at it that way, this is just telling you that it is the system itself that makes people like this. I mean, obviously there are chemical imbalances in which people have severe mental illnesses that there is nothing that you can do about that and they do need medication. But from what I have seen, the majority of the people that are facing these kinds of issues are people that are marginalized constantly um, or just don't fit in with whatever the system expects them to be. Um, and so, I mean, no drug is going to fix that. Nope. Because you're nope, still being you're still being discriminated against. You're still facing the problems that you have. You're just numbing yourself to them. And I'm not shitting on people that actually need their med medication. I do want to make that clear. But for me, that's why I don't get medication because a lot of my breakdowns and swings or whatever, most people don't notice them. But they're really fucking severe sometimes. Like only my partner sees them. Um, and it's really not all the time, but it's just, when you look at it that way, you realize that right. it's not, it's not the individual, it's not us. And it's not the drug that's going to fix anything. Right. Um, that's, if, if you have a chemical imbalance that needs to be addressed, then those medicines will help you. But if you don't just existential dread because a fucking shithole world, as James pointed out here, like, yes, the world is a shithole. How are well, we but also you know, for that? <laughs> you yeah. know? I mean, this has created a new marginalized community, though, and that is people that have had COVID and have um, lingering effects from COVID. They have depression from COVID. They have mental confusion over COVID. They don't look at things and so we're just recreating another group of people that has to deal with the mental issues that come with a medical problem that isn't covered i mean what i don't understand is how we can spend this much money or make people spend this much money to fix something when it's too late and it's more expensive uh it just does not seem even conducive to the billionaires running any of this that they wouldn't Preventative health care is far less expensive and far more effective. Why everything is treated like, um, fuck you, you, you don't get to get a cure. We know some cures, but we're not going to kick them out because cures aren't profitable and treatments are. Um, when everything is being capitalized on, uh, this is horrific that your health is literally treated like a fucking trading point on the stock market. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. 
Um, this is this is just shameful that here again we are throwing billions at war once again. But the request for $22.5 billion to continue the government's COVID response coverage, that's up for debate in Congress? Like, are you kidding me? Mind you, I, I don't have faith in any of these people whose names I'm about to mention because they've proven that they suck at doing their jobs. But um, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tried asking for a $15.6 billion package, but there was objections from both Democrats and Republicans that have kept anything from going through. Um, the White House says that money for some efforts, including the purchase of more booster doses and more monoclonal antibody treatments, it's going to run out at the end of the month. Um, and that's before we even get to the COVID care for uninsured people that's not going to be funded either. This, this is ridiculous. Uh, and I know I keep saying that. I cannot emphasize that enough that like, what the fuck is wrong with them to, to even have this be a debate uh, over whether we should fund this we only have half of the eligible population even boosted as far as, you know, the vaccines go to try to lengthen the amount of time that your no. immune system has we that only have extra. How many? Um, How it's many just under half of, uh, just under half of the eligible population has been boosted. Um, you know, so, uh, that's, that's not enough. I'm, I'm one of them that needs to go get my, get my booster shot. It's been about six months, you know? Um, so I need to get that done soon, but so do a lot of other people because that boosted. right there, you'll get your immunity higher for a longer period of time. Um, and people are complaining about that of like, oh, am I supposed to go get a shot every six months? Well, I mean, if you need to, in order to keep your immunity up until this is done with, then yes. And there's no if about it. We need to, if yeah. the only yeah. reasons to not go get these vaccines is if you have an autoimmune disease that makes it more of a risk than a benefit. And those are seldom few people. Most of the people who haven't bothered to get immunized have done so because of QAnon bullshit. They're completely ignorant to how the immune system works. And they really think that this is just, I don't know, somebody trying to magnetize you and give you 5G fucking wireless. Hey, I, would, I, would say, I would say that QAnon is worse than that. I would say that, I mean, the lady that I work with, Yesterday, during the whole epic conversation with the older socialist man, uh, she is boosted. She's got all three of them. Um, but she still spouts Tucker Carlson QAnon shit. Like, she literally told me, oh, yeah, well, uh, we're still selling Russian vodka, but you, we get most of our oil from Russia. 
so if you drove here, then you're a hypocrite too. But we don't get most of our oil from Russia. We never have right. gotten most of our oil from Russia. So you're, she says this, and then she said something else. Um, I think it was something that was transphobic. Um, but I found both of those things inside of one single Tucker Carlson episode. And so I was just like, you are watching Tucker Carlson and you're telling us that you don't, but you totally do. So it's weird because I mean, like I said, with, with Republicans pushing this narrative against vaccines, it's not actually white people that are suffering from not getting vaccinated. It's black and Mexican communities in America specifically. Um, so it's like they push this narrative, but white people are still going to get vaccinated. They're still listening to QAnon and they're still listening to Tucker Carlson. Because they right. still want to save themselves. They just don't want to care about how to think correctly or accurately. And that's the thing, like I understand understand there being hesitancy within the black and indigenous communities when it comes to um, having already been used as test subjects for certain medicines over the years, but this isn't one of those. And if you're really that apprehensive, I highly recommend, like my friend Chris told me a long time ago, and I've been telling everybody ever since, if you're that worried about it, Take your ass to a pharmacy that is in a wealthy white neighborhood to get your shot. Because if they well, and on top of that, I think that I don't think that you, know, you broke up a little bit. It'll be there. You broke up. Oh, a little I was bit saying after if, go if to, there's go to, you said go to white communities to get your vaccine. Yeah, because and then I don't if you're that if you're that concerned about, about being a lab rat. Guess what? They're they're not gonna be trying to poison themselves. So if you were that apprehensive about it, go to a wealthy white community's fucking Rite Aid or Walgreens or whatever to go get your shot. But please get your shot because that's yeah. um, one of the few things we have available to actually fight this virus. I think that this is also flipping that because I mean. I've had to specifically do assignments on the Tuskegee Institute study for the syphilis um, administration to black men. So I have seen that. And then, and so it's like we bring these things up and we don't consider that the media wants you to think of these things so you don't get vaccinated. And so it's this continuous cycle of, oh, they want to give you this medication, but they're not going to tell you what's in it. But then also they're going to tell you that they are going to experiment on you again and say you're not going to get it. And then you're going to die again anyway. Um, because you're at the whim of all of these emotions instead of trying to logically deduce who is dying from this more often. And the black community specifically, before we ever had a vaccine, was suffering from COVID deaths more than any other community. Um, and so... Completely due to a, a lesser access to preventive health care because the system is fucking racist. It is. And, and no, and I think that that's why they're doing this whole reverse mindset. It's reverse psychology for them. And so people don't want to go get it because they're already like they have this thing in their head that 
that they're going to be taken advantage of and that they're going to have negative outcomes from taking these things. And they don't consider that it's all a mind game. Getting a shot and getting syphilis and not knowing it is the same mind game as, as not getting the vaccine for this specifically when all of us are having to do this. The entire world is having to do this. This right. is not just one single thing. Yeah. This is an experiment. Right. So. Right. <laughs> this is affecting the entire fucking planet. Um, there is no way to target any specific population with the exception of disallowing access to care. That's how specific populations are being targeted with this. If, if, if you're not being provided with the means to access health care, then you have a greater chance of dying from this. But as far as like the, the spread of this virus specifically, no, it's, it's going to hit everybody. It's just, do you have access to the health care to get tested, to get vaccinated, which at least they made that free. I don't know what they're doing as far as these pills that they've come out for actually um, trying to help. Like if you do test positive, that's something I need to read up on and look at the research and see what it is that they are even using there. Um, and it's MO, how that works. But if that's behind a paywall, then guess who it's going to negatively impact the most? The people who have been most for forced into poverty with the least access to health care. So, um, so are you supposed, is it six to eight months for the booster? Because I have had my booster, but I'm wondering, do I get another one? Um, last time I checked, uh, it was, you know, at least one booster after, uh, six months after getting, you know, the initial first two shots, I would honestly need to look that I'm up. I'm wondering, I'm wondering I if there is a Well, well, I, I need to look that up. Um, so remind me later and I will check on that for the next date we do on this to see if they are recommending that to continue every six months or if it's an annual basis after that first six month booster um, and see what's up. Uh, I imagine between the first two initial so shots and the six month booster that you would probably be good for about a year, but I'm not absolutely sure on that. It's a matter of actually looking at the data from the studies to see how long people's immunity is lasting. Um, because uh, in, in the studies that I had looked up, like last year, for example, um, they were showing that natural immunity was lasting anywhere between like eight weeks to a few months at most. Um, whereas if you already had some natural immunity from having gotten it and also then went ahead and got vaccinated, that you would have a much longer period of sustained immunity. Um, so it's something I, I need to look into the research on and get an update for on, on multiple points there and find out what's what and what, what they're recommending for that. Um, it's, it's just overwhelming that we still at this point don't have enough people vaccinated 
we clearly don't have herd immunity going on or we wouldn't still be developing um, new forms of this virus and seeing them spread and be more contagious than previous ones. Um, we have not hit that herd immunity. Um, not to mention immunity isn't a magic bubble suit. Um, your immunity is that your immune system has been taught how to recognize this pathogen so it can do a better job of fighting it off if and when you do contract it and therefore increase your likelihood of surviving the infection. Um, it it right doesn't now, mean it's going to stop the spread. Right now it says that um, the fourth is still up in the air. Oh, it would be another six months or a year? Whether you need a fourth or not. Okay, gotcha. I mean, I'm assuming that they will eventually say that you will need one. I was just wondering if that was something that people were doing. So, because uh, it was like right well, after Christmas, I got my third. And so I don't know um, if it's I imagine months, that would be like May or July or something like that. So, um, I am I imagine that even at minimum, it'll be treated like how some other things are like, okay, with say tetanus and diphtheria, you're supposed to get a booster shot for that every few years, just to make sure. Um, I think it's three or five years. I can't remember right offhand. Um, you know, and, and that, that would be like best case scenario type thing. Um, because immunity to something isn't permanent. You know, uh, it's just not. Um, I think Nate's going to join us. Um, but I agree. I, I just already had a strong immune system, but I'm also not trying to mess with this. I've never gotten COVID so far that I know of. Um, so like, I'm just like, I'm not messing with this. Like, I'm not trying to do this. But sometimes when I work too much, I'm just like, God, give me COVID right now. Um, so, <laughs> so like, uh, but, <laughs> like, no, I've had it a couple of times. It fucking sucks. You don't want I'm it. sorry. I can't come in for five days. I'm really upset about it. I, I would rather die than be there. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> do me a favor. Take it's a bad out. joke. It's kind of insensitive, but we've been dealing with this for two years and I'm a dark humor person. So I'm sorry, but, um, no, sometimes I want to die too. I've always had a strong immune system. I don't get sick very often unless it's because I went too hard one day or something. Um, so same. It's um, usually not that's, yeah, that's actually part of what shocked me about getting COVID twice back to back when it first hit here because I hardly ever get sick. I'm not one of those people that needs to go get flu shots and shit like that. Cause I might catch the flu once a decade, if that, you know? Um, and here's Nathan. Give me a second. Pop you in here. There we go. What's up, bro. We are Hola. just diving into a COVID update here. Oh, so, word. Yeah. Um, cause we're, we're still, uh, <laughs> apparently, just hanging in the balances for Congress to figure out if they want to fucking give us enough of our own tax dollars to fund 
uh, continued coverage for to actually um, like live for the preventative care for testing for getting the the pills to take at home if you do test positive they're like ah but we would rather <laughs> war i mean right, right. yeah that that's that's the, that's the unfortunate truth yet again and like it it, it it's kind of like that it's kind of like battered wife syndrome where at some point you just go oh this again oh here we go you know yeah. <laughs> like it's it's uh -huh. sad. It really is. <clears throat> so if we're all the battered wives and Congress is the husband, who the fuck do we run away to to serve as the fucking women's shelter to help us out of this? Right. Where is that? Kind of help. Still communism there. <laughs> right. True. True. And get dental and get dental work. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this would right. be nice. This would be very nice. <clears throat> um, yeah, I heard what you were saying about the uh, about about the flu. I I I I would get the flu every single year, and uh, every year I was I was down and out for about three weeks um, while I had it, and then uh, I started finally getting flu shots, and I haven't had the flu since. Knock on wood. Um, so they've been. They've been pretty good to me, but, um, uh, you know, the COVID not so much. Um, the, the vaccinations definitely helped. I, 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 when it, when it burned through our entire family, I was the last one to get sick and I was sick the least amount of days. So that, that proves that it was somewhat effective. You know, I still got it, but. Oh, wait. So the, va the, co the flu vaccines helped a little bit with COVID a little, like not a lot, but. Oh, uh, with with, or do you mean with you the flu, COVID yeah, vaccine? yeah. With, with when when I when oh, I okay. when I, I started I getting okay. at the end, yeah, there, I thought you were saying you got COVID and you had it a little less amount. Oh, oh. So I didn't no, know no, if I, there were some similarities between the vaccines that like, but I don't know. Well, I, I haven't had either in a very long time. I mean, there's more. There's 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 more similarities than people think. Like people people pull this whole whole thing of like oh well then then why do you have to get it multiple times and it's like well the flu vaccine only lasts for you know three to six months too and the well, only and reason the that we don't get evolves, that the flu evolves also right right that's and, why you and, have to always right. do that and it's only it's only seasonal so unlike covid if, if 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 it was like COVID, we'd be getting the flu vaccine twice a year. You know what I mean? Um, but but yeah, right. yeah. They, so yeah, right. And I'm 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 sure we'll get it's the just, hang of this, just like we did the flu. Um, it's just going to take time. And it's going to take funding. Like and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Chelsea. I said, I'm glad that we started with this because I feel like once we get into Ukraine that uh, Nate can actually help us more with that because I'm not as very, uh, I don't have much to say. James here has seen me not say much whenever we're talking Other than about Ukraine yeah. and Russia because I'm just like, <laughs> yep, sounds dumb. Don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Just all of them be the facts. Bye. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, we shouldn't be doing this, whatever. Right. <laughs> no, I get, I, I, I feel you there. Yeah, thank you. I, 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 I'm sorry that I've been away for so long because I've had all kinds of crap going on in the oh, rest no, of my life. Do. It's cool. I'm just trying, I've gotten the opportunity to actually clear it up and be able to do this more often. So I'm excited about that. But normally nice. I've never had that kind of schedule. So I'm like hoping that this actually pans out. But I agree with you. I think, I, I think it'll be a cool road to, road to be able to go down. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I have to go to the bathroom. I don't know if you want to get into Ukraine or if you wanted to get into the gay shit when I come back, but. Sure. I'm down. Cool. Um, um, I well, before we move on, I'm just going to scan through here and see if there was anything else relevant to the COVID funding issues. And uh, no, I'm not seeing anything that really elaborates any further than we already have there. Um, Tell him to just label it as lethal aid and then we'll get as much of it as, as we could ever want. Nice. <laughs> the war on COVID. Since you fuckers like war so much, how about we make war on COVID? Right. By funding <laughs> you fucking fucks. Our employees <laughs> trying to tell us that that we don't deserve to have our own money spent on our health care. Yeah, that's that's basically it too, literally, in a nutshell. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Let them um, eat cake. <laughs> and where guillotines is necklaces? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they're going to continue to feed us cake, we can always, well, um, we'll, we'll, we'll redact that, but we'll let him eat something for sure. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. My, my anti-bourgeois tendencies are coming out a little aggressive. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just you were quite all right. When that bitch said that comment about let them eat cake, she was under the false presumption that the people could actually afford cake. And that's why she lost her head. Just saying. Right. They were yep. like, excuse me, bitch, we don't even have flour. And you're out here right. spending fuckloads of money on dresses and parties? Yeah. <laughs> For money? Yeah. You're taxing us so you can throw a bigger party. Hold up. Well, they can't even afford like the sugar and flour and oil you know <laughs> right 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 like it takes all the ingredients to make that happen and yeah. um and we've yeah. only got like one water i think that's about all they had back then <laughs> i'm being hyperbolic of course but but yeah it, the sentiment is definitely the same and we do need a new marie antoinette at this point honestly because we're we're right we're right back in the same mess, honestly. Really I volunteer. Are. No, I'm kidding. Hey, I did find a Kyle Cooper though, and he will be in here in a minute. Awesome. Oh, cool! So, very cool. Very very cool. Um. So let's... what's what what's this? Don't say gay stuff going on. I'm confused what about that. 
Okay, so John Oliver is not perfect, but he is highlighting um, Disney's donations to the Florida legislature. Hmm. Yes. Wow. Okay. Give me a moment, and I will just play this um, this little clip of John Oliver ripping yeah. Disney CEO Bob Chapek a new ass. Um, I love John Oliver, even when he's wrong. I just he's, he's so mean, and I love him. <laughs> right. I, he's, so he's not always right, but when he is, it is so just eloquently beautiful it of a show of him ripping people a new ass. The biggest donors here is actually Disney. In the last two years, it's given nearly $300,000 to DeSantis and the legislators that voted for this bill. Donald Lamming, Disney CEO Bob Chapek and his response to Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill. During Sunday's episode of Last Week Tonight, Oliver kicked off the topic by playing a clip of Governor Ron DeSantis answering a reporter about the bill, which would prohibit classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary schools. DeSantis said, we're going to make sure parents are able to send their kid to kindergarten without having some of this stuff injected into their school curriculum. I'm just going to say it, that may be the angriest anyone has ever been at a strawberry festival. Oliver on his show explained the intricacies of Florida's bill and concluded it's not about sex at all. It's about denying the existence of gay people. The host said the financial support the Republicans who voted for this bill have had from corporate America was even more alarming, specifically calling out Disney, which donated nearly $300,000 to the Florida governor and Republicans backing the bill. Are they morally bankrupt for doing that? Who's to say? I'll tell you, I am. I am to say. After all, I'm Zazu. I'm Zazu. No, 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 not that one. No, not the fun one. Yeah, that's me. Oliver slammed JPEG's reaction to the controversy and his statement that alludes to the diverse stories the company produces that are, quote, more powerful than any tweet or lobbying effort. Encanto is actually an apt reference given what is happening in Florida because its catchiest song is, of course, about everyone refusing to talk about one member of their family. Oliver then played a tape in which the CEO said, when we donate money to different political candidates, we have no idea how they're going to vote going forward into the future. Added marginalized creators have made billions of dollars for Disney. Now, should it embarrass them that it took them until this week to realize that they shouldn't take that money and use it to actively undermine those creators' interests? Who's to say? I'll tell you, I am. I'm Zazu, remember? For more on the story, head to THR.com. And for the latest entertainment news and updates, keep watching The Hollywood Reporter News. So yeah, apparently right. he has changed his stance three times. He has given he's been given very bad backlash every single time he changes it. And so he's just trying to cover it up the whole time. With and act like he's like, Oh yeah, well I did this with Black Panther and I did this with Encanto. And it's just like it's the same shit that you and I are talking about in the Bell Hooks book club, where they're just like, Oh no, but look at this, and no oh, no, but look at this. Right. But the women right. and the gays, fuck them. Right. right. Yeah. It's like, and, and some of these women and gays are not white people. And so they're having to like look at all of this. And I mean, fuck Disney. I never worshiped Disney. I mean, and not for several, several years, like 15 years, something like that. Um, so like half my life. Um, yeah. But still, I mean, it, it is something to call out. I mean, he is giving money to the governor. And then he's I, trying to I, just talk his way out of it.
Right, right, exactly. That's that's the big the big takeaway from it is that you know you you can't play both sides of it either. Either you're going to be against you know gay culture and 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 having these kids grow up without any actual heroes or or anybody that that they could actually read about that they can identify with, or or you're going to you know be well, about actual equality. So much of this, though, has nothing to do with sex. No, none of it. It has to do with self-expression. It has to do with what you like. And the right. only thing that anybody ever think about whenever they think about gay people or trans they people think about sexual is orientation. they think about sex. And they don't right. think about anything else. And so right. the representation there is, like, kids' movies are sometimes underlyingly sexual to make a joke to the adults that are watching it that the children don't understand like right and there, and, right. and many times the the villains are gay um no. a, a perfect example i forget the name of it it's that it's that show oh, i forget what it's on um i think it's on disney it's the one about the two superhero guys um it's live action and the 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 villain is gay i'm I'm sure someone out there will know know which one I'm talking about, but I can't remember the name of it now. But that that's sure. that's just one example, you know. Yeah, that kind of is... stuff happens constantly. Look at Jafar in in Aladdin, and that was thirty years ago. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sorry, what's up, Kyle? Oh, nothing much. Um, it just like like when sort of the guise of uh, sexual orientation or like or or whatever. Um, it's like the, the silencing of that. All it does is um, put more power into stereotypes, uh, and that's yeah. that's like a that's like a, a to me a, a really large and addressed issue. Yeah, like I mean, today yeah. again. So I have horrific experiences at work. The place that I work at makes it able for me to do this at night and not have to worry about whether I'll be free at night or not. But at the same time, sometimes one of them is 60, the owner is 65. Um, and so you're just listening to these kind of things constantly. There's transphobia constantly. And oh I've not told them that I'm non-binary. Um, because why would you want to come out in that kind of environment whenever people are just talking about their ex-employee that was a bad employee and that was creepy and hit on people too much, but they keep misgendering them. And it's fucking stupid. Wow. Um, then I was talking today, uh, he was talking today to somebody on the phone and they were asking about if we had ice or not at the liquor store. And so he's like, yeah, uh, that person asked about ice. They said they'd be up here. He was like, sounded very gay. And then he asked me if that was racist <laughs> and, I, I, and he was like, I'm sorry, like sexist. And I was like, homophobic? And so I was like, what is the word that you're looking for? And <laughs> uh, that person comes in and I don't know this man's sexuality, but yeah. it, it, he, he was not giving it away just by talking to me. Like, right, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so I was just like, some dudes just talk like that, and it wasn't it wasn't severe at all. It wasn't like, I mean, I I know that there are these like stereotypes of of gay men being like very, 
Like right. what? A, but not all of them are like that. And so it does give way to stereotypes like that when you're you're like on the phone with someone, and you think that you have to say this about someone, and you're just like, okay, I'm bisexual, I'm non-binary, and you can't even fucking tell because you're not paying attention. So right. like. You, but the the funniest part though to that was was that racist and I'm just like that is not the word yeah. you're looking for. This is not the word you're looking for. And I I've 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 been painted with the F slur uh, a few times because of how I talk. So I I I I can relate to that guy's position definitely. That's that's almost yeah, a hostile work environment. The way that we speak it. changes and so right. I mean, sometimes I sound more masculine when I'm talking. Sometimes I sound like a feminine person because I'm both, but usually more feminine. But, um, but yeah, it's just like, I mean, I've dated guys that, I mean, Kyle's not, he doesn't talk the way this person thinks that gay people talk, but like, <laughs> yeah, he's not as loud as I am. He's much more soft spoken than I am when I am saying something. So it's just like, there, there's so many levels to this that you're just like, why are you? Why, why is this an issue? Yeah. It? Like, like why, why, why is it even being brought up in the first place? You mean this person needs ice? Okay. <laughs> like, right. That it's like, what are you here to buy? How can I help you find it? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you need to say that when you hang up the phone and I didn't hear this person? And then the only single person that came in and bought ice was a person. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But um, no, with this whole don't say gay thing, um, it's just ridiculous because it puts the power of saying gay back into the people's hands that are trying to abuse you for it. And yeah. And well, and that's where they want it anyway. A lot of my life, I didn't realize that I was non-binary until like last year. And there was not any, there wasn't any serious shift to it. I'd already, already felt weird already, already. And um, so I already felt weird. I already felt like I didn't fit in things necessarily. I felt like I was feminine, but I felt like there was some other aspect to it. And so that's why there is a she they. But like, I feel like right. I would have found this much sooner if I was introduced to this when I was taking sexuality. If we were doing sexuality courses correctly in public schools or even private schools. Because fuck Christian yeah. Academy. Oh, but, geez, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, this this would have advanced my development much quicker if I had known about these things. And it's it's only going to breed more abuse and self doubt and depression and suicide if we keep doing this. Right. Yeah. And 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 the suicide rates are already tremendously high for you know it, for instance it, let's let's look at how often we hear about you know how good it is for 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 kids to grow up and and have heroes when they're you know of a minority or um you know somebody that's been disenfranchised but when it comes to gay people that that's not true for some reason like i did 
it, it amazes me how we take two steps back for every step that we get going forward somewhere, you know, sad. Yeah. And, and Florida, unfortunately, has brought us quite a few of those steps. Yeah, every time I hear somebody's like, I'm going to Florida. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Because the weather is nice. No, the weather is nice. Absolutely not. <laughs> There are some. I like my hair. I like my hair to do what I want to do. And Florida is not conducive to my hair being cool. (laughs) You just need a humidity and you'll be good to go. Right. And also, I'm gay as shit, so. I was that say, means I, that Miami and Key West, you will thoroughly enjoy. Um, <laughs> See, okay, so my favorite Black Sam song is Dirty Women. It has made me cry sometimes, just because Tony Iommi is God. He lost all his fingers. It's the best guitar solo ever. But it's about hookers in Miami doing cocaine. How are you going to do a don't say gay bill in fucking hooker Miami dirty women Florida? Right. Yeah. That's... Because the the conservatives who have forever fucking had their winter homes in Florida who are super fucking like these so... wealthy people. They're the ones <laughs> they lashing out, lashing back at the gay community for their being specific cities mostly along like the east coast and in the keys they're very very gay welcoming that the majority of the people who actually live there year round are gay and it's pissing off these really fucking wealthy um conservative billionaire fucks that live in a lot of the areas along the gulf coast because they're like oh my god we're losing our florida it's not all white and straight anymore and it's like (laughs) yeah "Ah!" You know, oh, imagine like, that. Michigan. Nice weather for everybody. <laughs> oh so, my god, I have to learn something new and think about how to say things. And but right. I mean, you can you can get all that from the name of the bill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Dude, true. there are some old wealthy white bigots down there that are so fucking hardcore bigoted that they won't even go back to Key West when that's where they like vacationed their entire lives. They won't go back to Key West because it is a gay stronghold. That's sad. And they're that, yeah, it's sad. It's sad to, to be that homophobic. Uh huh. And it, it's because they, they don't know how to handle that, you know, every other street amongst the 20 bars, there's gay bars in there too, you know, um, that, you know, people, the, the gay community that lives there is very self-accepting, okay? There are entire festivals where you will see brightly colorful dressed gay people all in the street, you know, parading through town, yeah. one end to the other, and it's beautiful, and it livens most people up. Most people are like, fuck yeah, and they jump right in and start dancing with them and enjoy the party. Right. It's a yeah. very life-giving thing. But these bigoted fucks don't know what to do, and there's nothing they can do even 
even trying to run inside and hide in the rooms because they're still going to hear the festive music happening in the street and not know what to do because people are enjoying themselves while not being straight and white. And I don't know what to tell them other than it. Um, well, but, the, the only thing that they're trying to, they're trying to suppress all of this in future generations. And the only thing that's going to do is get us another Stonewall. You yeah. know, if that's what they're going for, great. But that's all that, that it's going to do is, is, is breed, you know, uh, a, a lot of distrust in older generations and uh, a lot of distrust for, you know, leaders, quote unquote. Um, it's going to do all the stuff that they, that, that they don't intend for it to do. You can't, you can't repress that kind of stuff, especially not in this day and age. It's just, it's not something you should. Well, have to and, I mean, just, I mean, even going just through undergrad situations, looking at these things like biology, human sexuality, sociology in general, they all address these things. These are, these are universally, acknowledged modes of existence and perspective and right. identity that if you just got a little bit of education, but people make fun of education. It's like we're still right. in fucking high school, ironically, because like this is elementary high school shit because yeah. you're, you're being bullied for reading more than someone. Your mom raised you to read all the fucking time. And then she's like, why aren't you a Christian? Why do you think that gay people are fine? And I'm like, because for one thing, I am one. And even if I wasn't educated, I would still be one. And then on top right. of that, you told me to read. And now you're mad at me for reading? <laughs> like, um, And so it just doesn't make any sense because there are several angles when you get an education that addressing LGBTQ issues that it's right there for with all of them and all of yeah. them show you different aspects of why this is not a problem right and so it's just amazing to me that like i mean even people with that more they turn it into one have less education and they still sit there and talk about like this is your opinion versus my opinion Mm -hmm. And they don't ever consider why that is a really bad perspective to have. And they're still, yeah. I mean, they're completely uncomfortable talking about any of it. I mean, that's well, and, and, and when the same thing. They want to make you uncomfortable. They want to bully like, and demean you back into the closet. We were talking right. about two specific legal documents. The first legal document, this is unrelated, doesn't matter is the conviction of trump raping that 12 year old that did okay. happen that's a legal yeah. document the mm -hmm. next legal document was that fox news won a lawsuit um saying yeah he was convicted that he was yes. by saying um, by saying that they're only entertaining no it was covered up that was it it is actual it is he's convicted for that um and then um the other one was that fox news can lie yeah yeah, they, um, they, they, and specifically they Tucker Carlson can lie, and so yeah. this those two things are not related necessarily to this conversation. But when I saw her trying to defend herself, she was sitting here like, "Well, this this is what you're saying, and this is what I'm saying, and we have opinions, and these are just opinions, and there's no way to bridge that." 
<laughs> sex can do that. Well, sex often it's, no, it's scary. I actually, I actually saw it happen in front of me in real life, and I just stood there like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like the sad part is, is that when you when you point out those those scientific facts, they they just like to claim that those those books are lying. Oh no, those those, those books are lying. You you need a biology book from 1950, and it's like no, what? and it's just like no. You <laughs> just need to stop being afraid of things and change mm -hmm. your mind. Literally, that's all you have to do. Did you know that you won't die if you change your mind? <laughs> <laughs> your ego will a bit, but it's only because it needs to. <laughs> <laughs> it's the small death. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, so that's my kind of thing with looking at this LGBTQ thing is that you're just like I'm reading this from several different sources and it turns out that it's both so socially and biologically normal and yeah and you're still just scared that's you're just scared and I think a lot of the time that maybe it isn't really theory that people need to hear it's that they just need to find a reason to not be scared anymore right well, the, that and and the the followers to that type of agenda need to come out and and show that they're because they're always about oh we're not racist you know we're not bigots you know we just blah 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 it all it's always with a but or a we just um, but those are the people that need to stand up against this and say hey maybe this isn't the way to go about it you know. Right. Like maybe don't ask, don't tell for children isn't a good route to go. Personally, I've been thinking. Perfectly said, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's fucked because that it's like, okay, this isn't even in the military anymore. Right. Which fuck the military. But, like, that there. but like, do I don't know. I've been thinking yeah. that maybe, maybe I should tell her I'm non-binary at go work. For it. Just to see. Like it's She'll probably say, what does that mean? Well, because the person that she's talking about is a male to female. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm wondering if giving her a little flip there and saying that I don't even completely identify with being female. With either, yeah. She might be like, what? Right. And that's so. an education moment. See if, see if any of this actually opens her eyes of like, listen. <laughs> people don't exist according to these fucking paradigms. I did try to explain it, with. but at the time I felt too uncomfortable mm -hmm. to tell her about me. And so and now fair. I'm just thinking maybe I should just keep making people uncomfortable. I mean, I've told my mom I'm bisexual twice and she loses her fucking shit every single time. And by losing her, her to she the uh, queer stops armor. Talking. She just stops She's like, oh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's the second time I've told you. So I think that you did know. <laughs> she just doesn't want to admit. I think that this is so emotionally jarring for you that you definitely do remember the first time that I told you that. <laughs> it's like the info just goes. So <laughs> you needed to change your pants if you lost your shit so hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, so now I've told her twice so she can lay awake at night and just be like, oh. I'm with him and like they're just like oh my I mean he does look like the perfect specimen of what they would 
That's what they would approve of. It's purely coincidental. I just think he's hot redhead boy. But they're like, oh my god, he's He's not bad looking. I think half as many guys as I have girls, so I'm. I would say I'm a good judge of character. I think no, think he's cool. But I think like they thought once I got with him that I would stop saying I was bisexual. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so was like, like, well, I'm just sincere to remind you right now. Uh, so <laughs> I've well, never told her I'm non binary, but I don't I, I, I but, like, think these are things that, that people they... talk about. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. These are like, this is this is my life experience. These are other people's life experiences in, in so many different ways. They don't even express themselves the same way. Like, this is just bullshit that people are right. actually. And then preaching against Islam. On top of all of it. Right. When 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 they're also following an Abrahamic religion. So right. it really doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you guys are cut from the same cloth. What are you talking about? You both like pray to, to a god in the sky. Or not? That's the well, and right. I mean, as much as I don't <laughs> right. talk about Islam, and I think it's a bunch of dudes again, they're still definitely not as bad in any sense. It's like any other religion. Um, you know, yeah, like it's, exactly. It's a, it's the same thing like, oh, why are you Muslim? Why are you Christian? Oh, uh, well, that's just what I was, what I was told. Literally, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what I got ingrained <laughs> with. Just stop. Both of their followers are very important to their government. <laughs> um, so I. The ones that get me are the ones that believe that their morality comes from that book. As if, as if humans don't, do not have uh, morals with, without it. That's, that's what gets me. That's, that just tells me that you're really just bad people. If you need a a religion in order to be morally like, you know, okay. Right. Well, that and what makes it even worse is when you start reading off some Bible quotes to them that are really fucked up, unethical shit. And it's like, this is your ruler for measuring morality. Right. Right. I had this like weird dynamic of like, I had a really assertive father like he was never he was abusive verbally and like manipulative kind of but like he was never physically abusive um until like once when i was like 27 so like never in my childhood or anything like that um but he was always just like say what it is every single time no filter nothing this is just what it is and then my mom was always like telling me things in secret and they were usually accurate assessments of things but it was just like don't act like that in public and don't fight with your stepfather, even though he screams at us all the time. And so I had that dynamic. And then I had this dynamic of listen to your elders and things like that. And so when you're, when you're doing that, I would read these texts and I would have like a sense of morality associated coming from the God that I believed in at the time. Right. But at the same time, I was always told to be quiet because I was a woman, because I was growing up in this weird mix of things. I almost, wow. got, lost. I almost got lost telling you this because it was so confusing. But um, so 
I was never mean to people though. Like I would never like use slurs about anything and I hung out with the weird people. My best friends were a gay man that didn't know he was gay. And I mean, I figured out before he ever even told any of this. Um, yeah. And which was fine. Uh, a Filipino Catholic who is in a Baptist school. Um, so they they told us Baptists are, or Catholics are going to hell because they're not Protestants. Um, and that would necessarily, that is necessarily racist because they're, um, they're saying that about a lot of like Hispanic countries and things like that. Yeah. Have the yeah. It's like yeah. fucking racist. Um, yeah. And they were, they were formed um, in response to desegregation. They made that school because desegregation was happening. Um, so Christian Heritage Academy, Dell City, Oklahoma, if anybody wants to look it up, I'm always going to say it over and over and over again because I need you to know. But um so i was reading these things and so i was hanging out with all these people and it was only because i wasn't fucking rude and it was just like that's none of my business that i did have like this sense of morality that i was supposed to follow as a christian and reading the bible and believing that and then at the same time like i would always hear that these people were bad people or whatever but it was just like I was also told to be quiet, so I just never yelled at them because I was like, that wouldn't be cool. Like, why are you doing that? Um, So, like, I get what people say when they think that it all comes from just following one thing, but at the same time, I think I just wanted to get away from everything so badly that uh, I never found anywhere to, like, run to, to, like, regroup. So I never regrouped. I just kept going. <laughs> and so, yeah, I do think it's fucked that people keep thinking that it's this morality is so rigid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and especially when. Especially when we get most of our morality take, from. All it would take is two years of an education. All it would take is two years of an education. And they yeah. won't do it. Well, when it, when it comes to you, what's happening in Florida. These are instances of people trying to literally enshrine their fucking beliefs in law. And that's where it really becomes a problem because not even attempting to follow, you know, the example led by Jesus of like feed and house the poor and clothe them and right. health care. No, yeah. they're like, we want to pretend like this story about Sodom and Gomorrah was condemning gay people when it was actually condemning rape specifically rape of men because it was told it's okay to fucking rape women you just couldn't rape men that was a violation women are objects that's okay fucking they they totally missed the entire message of this metaphorical fuck story none of which was supposed to be taken literally uh, as far as like did this shit actually happen yeah unless uh, unless, and, unless you really believe people can turn into pillars of salt because you looked at them <laughs> Right. I think the problem right. specifically, though, is that we have a system in which if the legislation moves around an issue, it's not branded as the issue. Bad. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, 
okay, we have two major issues here. One, no, it's like we all know the psychology of, and like I think that people needed to hear that. Sorry, one second. Sorry, what what were you saying, Trisha? Um, that there's two problems. The first one being the bigotry, and the second trying to enshrine their religion into law, which is an illegal thing that people have just wanted to fucking forget about for decades now. That you know, there's supposed to be this legal barrier between the church and the state that you don't have the right to even try to make your religious beliefs a law to govern over other people who don't fucking participate in your religion. Right. James says, uh, I think they missed it on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agreed. There you go. I'm sorry. What, what, what were you saying, Chelsea? I don't know. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, no, I don't think that. Um, I don't think I remember. Fuck bigots. It's fine. Um, no, I mean, I think that they know exactly what they're doing. Um, and I think it's important yeah. that yeah, we do. have the conversations that we have had specifically just on the personal level. But um, I think as far as the whole not saying gay thing. I think that they, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard for me to decipher it and I'm kind of thinking off the fly here. So no, I feel you. I, I can I'm, say at least uh, legislation as far as uh, Oklahoma goes, which I assume is very similar to Florida. Um, when you start using um, a place that's in more of a Bible belt. <laughs> They're flipping the language and acting like existing is a religion. No, no, no. It's it's twisting religion for uh, individualism. Right. Um, that's it's, it's to get support behind your cause. And whether, I mean, you know, it's, there's no such thing as dissent. There's only support for what you believe in. Um, and if that means TV commercials, And as whatever. soon as you start going after them... Well, and the crazy thing is... That's I, when they start flagging you instead of just letting everybody talk and pretend that this is democracy. But, but to a certain extent, yeah. Yeah. these people believe it themselves, which is... Yeah. That's the wild part. <laughs> that's even scarier, you know? Right. That, that really is. <clears throat> They've really convinced themselves that if they get the environment changed where... Um, kids aren't discussing what gay is, what it means, or whatnot in human sexuality classes at school that, well, that by exist. golly, then the kids won't get the idea to be gay if they don't know it exists. And it's like, you don't get the fucking idea. No, gay. they do get the idea. And the reason that they think that that won't happen is because they think that they don't realize that they're saying that they think that they can brainwash you enough to not want to do that. Well, they they, right. they also they, they, mean, also they are admitting to brainwashing. They are admitting to brainwashing right now. Yeah, yeah, it's indoctrination. Well, <laughs> right, right, yeah, and and the the thing that they really want is they they want to go back to the 1950s. They want to go back to what all we had at that point, and just pretend that the last you know 70 80 years didn't occur but they're essentially going to go back to their childhood right yeah that's not, exactly not it what, not to what they know or understand but to go back 
Right. <laughs> to be nurtured just... with a twisted ideology to boot. <laughs> right. Yeah. 100, 150%, that's basically what it is. Um, especially, uh, especially considering the, how do I put it, the, uh, the economy. Um, they want the economy to go back to that. And they think that as long as that happens and, and they have such a rigid, what they consider to be a, a moral structure, um, that, that everything will be fine. You know, the nuclear family. And that's it. Right. The gays are destroying the family. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, uh, you can't destroy a family. I'm the oldest of eight. How do you destroy family when one of them doesn't reproduce? That. <laughs> and not to mention, there's a lot of gay people who <gasps> have kids. Holy shit. Yeah. You know how many lesbian couples I you, know, you gotta produce them yourself. You gotta make more, right. more, and more. This is capitalism. Make more, make more. I don't care if we can feed it. Just do it. Just fuck. But like, feel bad about the fucking, and then have the baby. Oh God, it's, that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of people who have been like, you know, yep, I'm, I'm gay. I'm going to either participate in a sexual relationship with this person so we can have a kid together, or we're going to do the turkey baster thing or whatever the case may right. be. And they continue to carry on with their homosexual relationships of all varieties while mm -hmm. still managing to reproduce. Why? If you want to reproduce, you want to reproduce. It has nothing to do with your sexual orientation. It just has to yeah. do with whether you want to have kids or not. Don't reproduce. Right. Don't reproduce. I wrote that myself. <laughs> it's beautiful. Nice Thank now you. We just got to, you know, <laughs> the rest of the guys and be like, okay, so we need guitar and we need bass and we need some drums. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot sing, so I'm not doing that. that I, it was amazing that I even did that to begin with. So are we going to talk about Ukraine now? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, Ukraine. Talk about Ukraine now? Yeah. <laughs> I think we have a Sterling joining us here shortly. Nice. Ukraine has been its own country since 1991. <laughs> hey, I'm older than Ukraine. <laughs> I'm not. Hmm. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Speaking of Ukraine. <laughs> so that's not math. <laughs> I think the thing that, that irritates me the most about the entire situation is that if the shoe was on the other foot and a European uh, coalition was, let's say, putting um, weapons, okay. nuclear weapons pointed at us on the borders of the U.S., we would go apeshit. Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah. Uh, the, the Kremlin, the Kremlin uh, responded to uh, Biden. And oh, really? Like, call us war criminals. <laughs> right. Getting on the U.S. Uh, and I mean, rightfully so. Um, yeah. One of the not uh, that, and I, I, I hate that I have to even keep saying this. Not that we condone a country invading another country. You know. Not that we, not that we side with Putin, 
um, yeah, telling facts no. as they are is 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 not simping for Putin. The the thing that pisses me off the most about this is like, oh, Zelensky, he's such a good leader. And it's just like he's so you know. Last time we talked with Germany, which Zelensky's a an oligarch at least from mm-hmm. what I've read about it. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> he's shuffling he's money. He's very around, affluent. Just and like wealthy. the other people are. Um, but he he. He used a Holocaust phrase with uh, Germany, trying to play victim. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. like, not trying. I, I mean, it was playing victim. Yeah, I can't. I can't really. I know, but it's hard to explain that and separate it from what. Right. But this is what pisses me off about it: is he had ample time to get his people out of there. Like there, there was so much time to just evacuate. Like, like, and that that is a concerted effort that uh, NATO, the United Nations, everybody would have been, or United Nations, uh, European Union, that everybody would have uh, chipped in to do. Uh, Not only that, but we we knew and we told the UN and all of NATO and you know our our friends and neighbors, hey, uh, Russia's. Russia's going to invade. So it seems like the only ones that were left in the dark were the the little guys, you know, the 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 publics of those three nations. You know what I mean? That's the people being hurt by it. You know. Yeah. For, for I mean, don't get me wrong. All of those governments' parts. Yeah. Yeah, like our State Department gets it wrong all the time, but on this particular incident, you know, a, cl- a clock's right at least once a day, you know, so. The thing is, our government helped to create this problem, you know, and that's yeah. something that has been clearly exposed in even like the files that I was showing you guys last week and the week before of like that that phone call between um, Obama administration officials and other people from NATO literally planning the coup that happened with Maidan in Ukraine in 2014 and planning who they were going to install as the new administration there. The whole fucking nine yards, them admitting to already having dumped $5 billion to this. So, you know, this, this is a problem that the U.S. government helped fucking create there and is now like, we have the solution for the problem we made. We're not going to tell you we made it, though. And if you're crazy, right. or like if you assume that whoever's invading is that crazy and stuff, would they be this quiet? The, the only time he's spoken is during negotiations, and he's clearly laid out what he wants. Right. Uh, and it's not all that crazy. And, and 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 it's the same thing he's been asking for for 20 30 years now you know it it, it has to do with with nato being on their front doorstep well it all has to stay from that uh back in you know roughly it, it was at the time that whenever uh the ussr was falling apart mm-hmm. um and he had had a conversation with <laughs> with clinton about joining nato um wow and clinton yeah. was like uh no nah, bro the whole reason it well, exists why is we have <laughs> <laughs> right 
Well, and that's the thing too, is that like, you know, it is as far as NATO goes, it no longer had a reason to exist once the USSR fell. Once, once we were no longer, you know, sticking it to communism. So for them to, for them to sit there and drum up all of this drama and get all these people killed just so that they can remain relevant and go see, see, we are needed is pretty fucked up. That while being the actual potential threat posing themselves against, you know, Russia, once again, like very blatantly trying to get a foothold in Ukraine where they can easily point shit right at fucking Moscow. Um, and it's like, right. like you said, it, nobody here in government would take kindly to that if Canada or Mexico were allowing other countries to come and, you know, set up military bases there and a bunch of fucking bioweapons labs and all kinds of fuckery like that. It yeah. would not fly. It would not fly, but it's supposed to be okay to do to Russia because it's a conglomerate of assholes in government doing so. Well, I mean, you know? it's, it's the Monroe Doctrine. That's the policy we've kept since that's been about. And then uh, we liked it so much, we would just do that to everybody else. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. From my experience and observation, I think that our country in general, as well as the culture, is completely invasive and that they don't know when someone says hey just leave me the fuck alone and i'm just gonna walk away yeah you can just you can go your way and i can go my way and we can both go fuck ourselves like what the fuck ever that our country and our culture as a whole does not understand why no one wants to be involved with it right right well, in because America doesn't know how to stay in its own fucking lane. Yeah, it's, it's like Russian and, restaurants, anything that they can find that says the word Russian on it, <laughs> or that they can decipher that is Russian. Um, yeah. It's, I feel really bad for them because then, like, the independent media that is trying to um, leak whatever they can out. Uh, because they're they're getting suppressed from both sides, you know. The U.S. is trying to get other platforms to censor them. They're getting censored by their own government, and they they like there is nothing they could do. They are risking their lives just to say what's going on. And we're like, no, fuck you. You don't support Ukraine. Blah blah blah. Like <laughs> just blanket. Right. Yeah. Run them into the it, ground. That's. I think that's one thing that that irritates me the most about all of it is this idea that that you know because as soon as it happens to them as soon as their their skulls are being cracked open on the pavement by by police we go oh my god isn't this terrible and it's like wait did you not see 2020 did you not see what happened here like do we do a blind eye to that it it just amazes me how we condone those type of actions when they happen here. But when it when it happens over there, then oh, these people are monsters. It's insane. Yeah. That that finger of hypocrisy being pointed where they don't realize every time they point that one, the other three are pointing back at themselves. That yeah. 
that uh, James says uh, we need to stay in our own yard and mind our own business, and that nope. uh, we we are literally the world police. It's like, yeah, for real. We that's that's exactly what we view ourselves as, for sure. It's been interesting watching uh, the way uh, China's been riding the fence like no other on this. Um, yeah, I think they've been doing a good job. Um, yeah, yeah, they've they've been pretty pretty neutral about it. Like, like oh, war crimes. Well, <laughs> what's genocide? Uh, I'll <laughs> <say>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's focus on this genocide over here. Um, That's what was so crazy to me. I hear the weirdest things now because when you're waiting tables or bartending, people don't talk to you about things. But when you're at a cash register, they say the weirdest fucking shit. And yeah. so you're just like, so you're wearing a fucking joke Karl Marx shirt that says class dismissed on it. And so then he doesn't get to get there. And so he then like, because I won't let him. He's like, oh, is that that? And I said, sociologist? Yes, it is. I didn't even let him talk. Um, and so, and so, but then he starts, because he didn't get to go there with anything, he starts talking yeah. about Stalin. And so you're just like, all these people freezing in the middle of winter with no food. And I was just like, sir, just three days ago, there was a snowstorm and there was a lady without any fucking socks on right in front of the business. So I don't know why you're talking to me about any of this right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. If he really gave a shit, he would have gone out there and been like, what can I do it's to help? You work in this, I mean, you shop in this shopping center. So like, you should know that there are a lot of homeless people always in the shopping center. Yep. Yeah. So like Tulsa's having their cleanup day and all that stuff. And I was reading the comments and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Run the homeless people off day. Right. That's <laughs> what it is too. You know? Oh, well, these people are just, you know, getting, getting their lives back together little by little. But let's take and, like, get rid of all of their stuff. Because that'll help. That'll totally help. Right. Throwing their shit away, that, that helps. Right. Ugh. It, 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 it amazes me. Like, they don't want it to... It amazes me how much I listen to capitalists it. And are completely oblivious. They actually don't understand what they're saying. I'm like, do you no, know they you don't. talk to me about homeless people all the time? Oh yeah, you know homelessness is a choice, right? Right, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people uh, just don't want to better themselves. It's like, mm, no, I'm pretty sure that's not it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive it's not. Yeah, I had this conversation with my mom that I just gave up and started charging her $1,600 a month in rent. And just took time to tell me now. Maybe that would change people's minds. <laughs> <laughs> you would you would think that something would. Um, it's it's quite evident that the ultra individualism that we broadcast to the world isn't working so well here. Um, in fact, it didn't work as soon as as the people on the right call them globalists but they're really just capitalists 
um, decided to uh, pimp somebody out for less money than what they were paying to pimp out all of us. They sent all the, all those jobs overseas, and now it's it's really hurting. Now suddenly we're like, hmm, maybe shipping off all of industry wasn't a good idea. Yeah, but that's not marketed as uh, globalization. We still shit on that. Well, right, uh, right, exactly. And it's self-deprecating too. They're like, oh, we're just products made. <laughs> I mean, sure, buy local and everything, but that's not, you can't exist, like. Right. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's a, it's, it's a small world. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Humans can't make it. We do affect our neighbors. We're not meant to be independent. Right. We're very communal. Whether we like it or not, and whether we admit it or not. (laughs) Careful communal might lead to uh, other comms. <laughs> Comrade. Right. Holy crap. Other man. derivatives no, they... such as communism. Even if he is one, he's they not being used that label. as a community. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, it, it, it jogs back to memory. Um, Fred Hampton saying that socialism is the people. If you are afraid of socialism, you must be afraid of yourself. Um, it's right. one of those things like, hey, dude, now this is actually a necessity and an obligation to care for each other because without that, there is way too much suffering in the fucking world. I haven't seen that quote before. No? It's a beautiful no. one. Um, no, that's I, awesome. I do. I mean, I've liked the ones that I have seen, but I haven't seen that one. So, I mean, we can yeah. all live in a cabin in the woods to certain degrees, or to, to or to different degrees, or whatever. But we, you know, it, it's really impossible to be independent from society. You can't do it. No. Yeah. You know, whatever you're living off of was created in part by society. You can't get away from it. We'll see, and most like people know not, we need each other. that they have this like perspective and mentality that they can still live live off of rugged individualism. When most of them, like, I mean, we've pretty much weaned out camping for real, unless it's like for TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like survivor status. Yeah. So I, it's just weird to me that people still think that individualism exists. All of this has been always moving towards communism. Yeah. Yeah. As a species, it's really the only viable answer. To be quite honest, if it, if, if, if the eco-socialists are correct, and I think they are, that's really about the only way that we have to go is eco-socialism in order to literally survive. Because we've already seen what happened going the other fascism. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Very good point. But, um, and that's the sad a- part is that right now I'm seeing a lot of fascism coming from those that consider themselves the left, you know, um, the, yeah, the liberal media is responsible for a lot of it right now. And it's all the drum up, you know, red scare hatred. It's like McCarthyism 2.0 and it's really fucking scary. Right. It's something that, that seriously needs to be put in perspective because humans in our current form, homo sapiens, we have wandered this earth for 300 
thousand years. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long has capitalism existed? Right. Only a fucking barely little blip on the radar there for the entirety of human existence up until I, I mean, I'd have to look it up, but probably the last thousand years or so um, we lived communally. We lived collectively. And that doesn't mean, oh, there's no market or anything like that. No, that means that what you produce, you are producing in exchange for other things that you need that other people produce. And everybody is making sure that everybody has all of the things that they need. Right. Yeah. Well, in, in logistically, we can make sure that that happens now. Right. I mean, really and truly, we could if we wanted to. But, but none of that, none of that has changed. Uh, we're just eroding ourselves because that's what we've been told to. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. You, you, yeah can't get, you can't get rid of the, the need of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, James, I'll have to get back with you on that one too, or I can look up, uh, Rob knows the number right off the hand of how many people capitalism has fucking killed. It's pretty high. Um, (laughs) it's definitely still not enough. So it's, it's definitely more than the deaths attributed to communism that you'll find listed in places like the little black book that even counts nuts from world war ii because the red army did the right thing and fucking killed them those are listed as deaths to <laughs> yeah that's why i was saying it's not enough god my hair right, is not so enough. um <laughs> but um yeah way too many deaths to capitalism it, oh yeah yeah i mean i mean you, I remember right um you you look at how many people die each year of hunger alone and that is directly in a lot of cases due to it you know uh especially when it comes to like the death of 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 children um that have that have gone hungry it's either it's either due to capitalism because of sanctions that we've put on their governments which ensures that their people go hungry like afghanistan or it's it's doing in in an indirect way because of the systems that that we've erected to protect capitalism. So, either way you look at it, it's still because of it. When I gave that, I I gave that homeless lady a pint when she tried to come in. She was very aggressive at first, and I wasn't to her because I, for what I know, how to deal with aggressive people in general, um, but I let her have a pint because I had gotten so much inside of the like little coin thing that it was just like, it's fine, you can have it. And it was fucking cold outside and there was snow everywhere. She didn't have any socks on, she had Crocs, which have holes in them. And it was like 17 degrees. And I tried to get Jimmy John's delivered, um, and I was going to give her some of it. Um, and they couldn't get anybody there because there was only one person working, so they couldn't drive and deliver it. Um, right. And so I gave her $15 to go get some socks. I was going to get her a fucking sandwich, but the fact that somebody making $15 an hour is having to take care of someone else is just fucking bullshit. 
I mean, and I and I like don't want any praise for it. That's not why I'm saying that. I'm saying that because a lot of the time, the people that help you are the people that can't even fucking afford to. And yet, she had nothing, and she was still helping out. Talk to big fucking. She was screaming in front of the Goodwill next door. Screaming in front of the Goodwill. Your boss who could afford to fuck her in there in fucking socks, boots, and some fucking warm weather or cold weather gear to warm up with. You know, your boss who could have afforded to do that talks big game, but doesn't do shit. No action. No shit. For real, yeah. It starts in your own community. You have to, you have to change things from your own community. And that's exactly what we've talked about time and time again, when we've said that, that, you know, we need, we need radical leftists to be in, in, in every level of government. And the only way to do that is to start locally and pile it on up. Otherwise it doesn't get done. They get, they, they get bought out or bought out. I mean, that's, that's basically well, the all thing of them, is, most know? radical leftists don't want to even run for any kind of fucking office because why would mm. they want to purchase illegitimate system? The system itself is is set up to fucking protect the exploitation. Um, right. And we we've already seen that reformism does it can be walked back later. So it's one of those, you know points where you hit a fucking brick wall like sure i could run for office and try to change some things with from within but unless that right has mass support to actually invoke real change it's going to get overturned in a few years or maybe a decade maybe and two. if it doesn't get know. overturned it'll get watered down Watch to that. the point that it doesn't matter so i mean I, yeah, that too Tulsa is a really good example of this i i mean for the last century, the mayors of Tulsa have been from like two different families. And they're both bought and paid for by the Kaisers. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 The D and the R mean nothing. The D and the R just the only thing that it that it, it does is tells you exactly what it's okay to say and not to say in front of certain groups of people that's it but as far as like you know when when it comes to alignment of of everything it's all about american exceptionalism and the people that start talking about those uncomfortable labels they usually wind up killing themselves <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean the, look at uh, there's so many revolutionaries that like, you know, we're actually leftists and yeah, the, all, all of them Roblox themselves, you know, <laughs> you know, Mark, MLK, um, Malcolm X, Fred Hampton. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. There's so many of them and they're no longer with us because of the alphabet gang, you know, the alphabet game does a lot of shit. It doesn't even go that far. I mean, they get ostracized by the people that want votes or whatever. And it doesn't have to be. Um, and many times it's not even that dramatic at all. Um, yeah. They have their careers assassinated, whatever. They just get shoved uh, out by the people that have money. Yeah. And then, you know, they get heckled by their voters. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. Pretty much. It, yeah, it's, well, it's it's certainly not a complicated formula, but um, it's just it's it's depressing. Uh, I, I mean, you're right. Like like when you talk about voting or influencing from a local level, um, I know recently we had uh, some shootings that were actually covered up by the Tulsa Police Department by a couple officers there. Uh, one of them, their wife, was a, a city councilwoman. Um, yeah, and that's not surprising. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of blending and things like that. M mostly, it's just like uh, a cross between things that should be legally separated um, that aren't, such as uh, the mayor and uh, his wife. Yeah, are in a similar situation, and they're like, "How can you say that this, there's any separation there?" But um, they're they're on cases and doing business dealings that would mutually benefit each other but they're 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 separated they don't they don't talk about they don't talk about work at home oh of course not no <laughs> yeah. and that's why they've explained it too um wow yeah <laughs> and, insider and so, trading galore exactly um and this happens all over like i mean mm -hmm. you know I think they're extra sloppy here, just being that it's Oklahoma. Um, there's a, a little more as far as the idea of, of what. <laughs> there's I, I think there's a bigger imbalance here of uh, what makes you middle class, what makes you poor, and what makes you poor but think you're middle class kind of mentality. Yeah. Here. More middle but, class um, being a millionaire. It's just an exaggeration of what's going on all over, but um, you're you're gonna see more extremes of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially well, and, with and, people just moving because of weather changes, everything else that goes with it. Yeah. It, it's it's the free fall of a failed state in real time. You know, I. I hate to say that, but when you look at all the things that other countries are doing to compete in the 21st century, we're we're not having any of it. We're so far behind at this point that it's not even funny because we've continued to back a bunch of oil tycoons. I saw that Amazon. Capitalists. I saw that Amazon because of all the violence, uh, random acts of violence and stuff like that that's been going on due to economic disparity and things like that downtown Seattle. Uh, they they moved their their warehouse. No, no, this is this is more like the corporate offices Head, headquarters. Uh, yeah. So like your developers and things like that. I can't remember if they went remote or if they just if they if they're trying to slowly move offices right now i think they're just doing remote um there is somebody that left a place that i used to work at to work at amazon and he had to move up there and i kind of wonder what that's like right now but yeah that, that would definitely be pretty weird <laughs> <laughs> Just all, oh crap, guess what? We're looking like the Marie Antoinette, so we need to go that way. 
um, we'll see you guys later. And they just kind of like mosey along, you know? I mean, I can't imagine working downtown Los Angeles right now. Yeah, for real. Especially with all the stuff that's gone on, uh, you know, recently with the, I forget, I forget what the media called it. Um, basically when those stores were like ransacked by like, you know, 25 people, like a mob ransacking those stores, which, I mean, I say more power to them, honestly. <laughs> but but really and truly. It's, it's their fault, right? It's not, it's not anybody else's. It's all <laughs> those people acting out. That's all their fault. There's no <laughs> other thing that would cause them to do that. Nothing at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They did yeah. that completely out of free will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, and this is this is why we say that, and the evidence is clear, even statistically, that poverty produces crime, because people yeah. do what they're going to need to do in order to survive, in order to you know stay well, warm. Well, and in sometimes order to stay fed. they think that getting arrested is better because there's nothing yeah. else that they can do. Free hot meals. You start doing it all. Uh, yeah. I would not want to get a county here. Uh, there have been multiple inmates uh, killed. One of them was paralyzed for 24 John hours. Oliver covered something like this, too. He was covering no. something on prostitution, specifically. And then there was this woman that was talking for the head of a department or something on arresting prostitutes. And mm -hmm. so she basically just said that they were a force for good for arresting these women because they made some of these women reflect their lifestyles oh without God. acknowledging that that is forever on their record that yeah. they're not they're not doing anything to prevent the problem when it starts they're acting like the problem starts with the individual and the problem right. does not start with the individual the problem starts with men who can't get sex the problem starts with the system <laughs> itself Right. The problem starts with the system itself. The problem is not men. The problem is not women. The problem is that we have been programmed to be, to be guilty for for a sexual for having act. sex. Yeah. To, yeah. We have guilty feelings about sex. We have zero understanding of sexuality, um, and then we turn it into. I mean, they say that. There are prostitution is the oldest occupation market. in the world, but I can never find the book that I read this in that proved that wrong. They said prostitution was the oldest occupation in the world. Yeah. And yeah. in actuality, the oldest occupation is the world in the world is stealing from workers and stealing from setting up the system of capital to begin with right. setting up this system in which we think that we have to marry women or pay them to fuck them. Right. And if you don't marry them or pay them, then I mean, not that prostitutes get treated well, but, um, it's but kind of like, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. All, women get treated like property. 
it is all this just sight, but it's not just women though. I mean, women are the ones that deal with the brunt of the problem. For what, what, sure. Would you say that? But yeah. the problem is the guilt of it because we all feel guilty for it and we all carry out that guilt in different ways. And right. so, I mean, yes, women specifically, like I, I like that you're acknowledging that women are the ones that have to deal with this the most, but in reality, we are all having to deal with this. It's just one has more of a consequence that is visible than the other. Right. And right. so, I mean, you're just branded as a loser, and I'm branded as a slut. Would you, would you say right. that marriage? Um, and so, being sex. a loser is a little bit more socially acceptable than being a slut or being a prostitute because you can't get arrested for being a loser usually. Um, yeah. I'm so, sorry, what, what, what was that, Kyle? Would you say that marriage is the Costco of sex? It's your Costco card? <laughs> <laughs> I, th that's honestly the way that they treat it honestly it really is it's not really the way it, though. there's always a religious aspect right <laughs> yep yeah absolutely 100 percent. well and, and it's funny too we we've seen so many other societies that have legalized sex work and nothing bad has happened to them in fact they're pretty much better off in a lot of ways um especially when it comes to you know things like uh keeping keeping stds at at a at a manageable rate and you know all kinds of different things you know look at amsterdam for fuck's sake but we 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 don't seem to want to do that because i think that we enjoy making people pariahs for you know like you were saying earlier you know making people into into losers and sluts to separate them from the winners i think thailand even has a they have like a minister over their i don't know what the over sex work i don't <laughs> i don't know the proper term for it but no uh, I, I i know what you're talking about though um there's there's been there's been a there there's been a, a many femboy and and you know cat girls and <laughs> and <laughs> you know cabana boys down there in thailand that you know have been talked about so i'm sure that it's probably at least legalized or at least decriminalized at the very least i mean you have a card that like um to to get your license like reinstated and, and things like that you have uh how i don't know if it's monthly or whatever but you have tests you have things you have to do to show that um you don't have diseases things like that uh whatever stds um yeah that's just regulated which makes sense it's, yeah that's that's regulation yeah. um and it's not it's the crazy thing is it's not hard there's there's not a whole lot to it we could do that here we'll just yeah. never get over the religious morality uh behind correct it. which is that's why they exactly criminalized well you know they criminalize sex workers across the board, most of which are women. And it's, it's another form of just um, being like, Oh man, it, it wasn't a man profiting off of the sale of your body. It was you cause porn. Now that's okay. That's okay. Right. To fuck on right. camera for money, but to fuck off camera for money that doesn't get filtered through a man's hands first in most cases for <laughs> yeah. producing shit that's criminal how dare you and it's it's still reflective even of 
you know, the shit like with organized marriage amongst religions of the Abrahamic flavors, for example, being a sale of property, uh, selling your daughters to their husbands. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like That's okay, but don't mix sale. multiple fabrics, for heaven's sake. Right, right. Don't be left-handed. You're going to fucking hell for that one, too. <laughs> Let me know if the meowing gets to be too loud. Oh, no, she's cool. No, just I let me know if it's too bad, bad because I will. I'm already there. <laughs> I'm just hearing tiny little kitty mews, and they're kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> if she didn't fuck with my curtains in my 1970s chair, then I would let her in here, but. That 1970s chair cost me thirty-five dollars. And that's gonna be a chair. And she can keep her fucking claws to her fucking self. Uh, so <laughs> I can't. it has survived forty plus years. <laughs> it does not need to be destroyed by a cat. Board, well, that's the, that's the reason that I actually I worked at Home Depot when I made this room, and yeah. it's funny that I painted it orange because that right it's the yeah. precise shade of orange the worst place that I've ever worked for real. <laughs> it was the most awful place, and so like, and after being a server bartender for like twelve years at that point, now it's like thirteen. Yeah. Um, I was just like, I'm sorry, do you want to go outside? <laughs> um, and so like, and that's actually why I left. I didn't leave immediately, but I did leave in the middle of a shift with my fist in the air on camera, totally for sure. But I just thought it was funny that I like painted this room that color because it was really awful red. Like it was like splattered up on the ceiling. Like I had to fix the ceiling. Wow, it was just uh, he swat, had a he basically. had a roommate that lived here before I did, and he yeah. like he's like, can I paint the room red? And he was like, yeah, whatever. It looked awful, and so I was just like, all right, I work at Home Depot. Home Depot does not give you a discount on anything. Um, they give you pizza. What? You're kidding me. No. Wow, more Chuck E. Uh, cheese bullshit. Like, Are you whatever. serious? I I'm buying this, and like for the most part, like. He has his shit together and he's one of, he knows that he's a genius and that most people can't do that. Um, so, but he has his shit together. So it was like, I'm just going to paint this room because that chair, I cannot have that chair in the fucking front of the room anymore in the house because they're going to fucking ruin it. Like it's going to be ruined. Yeah. Yeah, and green is my favorite color. And it's this like green 1970s chair with the ottoman. I'm like, if I, I can't, I cannot let this happen. So I'm picturing the, the orange room with the green chair. This room was because of that chair. So yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. That's cool. That's pretty awesome. I can't yeah. believe that they will we'll give you pizza, but no, you can't have a discount. No, they would give it. Yeah. I mean, they're horrible. And if you talk shit about them, they'll never hire you back. And they say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds, you're sounds yet about right. to talk shit about them. You probably don't uh, ever want to work for that. them or again yeah. at any location. Oh my god. Like when you're <laughs> a server bartender, like you can like serve and they're like 
even the rude ones are not this bad because I'm just like, even if I'm not going to spit in your food, I'm going to do everything that I can to make you think that I did. Right. Make wonder and question the whole time. Or in a dive bar, I'll just be like, no, I'm not giving you any alcohol. Like, or all, I mean, she's seen me fight. Um, and so like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not doing this. But when you're just a cashier or a customer service person at the Home Depot or even Lowe's, I've worked at Lowe's too, but I was like 19. So it didn't matter. Oh, I, didn't I came out here to do the dishes. Was at the time. So it was like, whatever. Um, but I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm 31 years old. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? People just walk up and they start bitching at you like you were the one that caused their life to go wrong. Of course, <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. Because yeah, I actually, I actually got into a fight in front of a whole bunch of busy customers, like a whole line of people. Oh damn! Uh, yeah, I, I like handled it like a bartender. I did not cuss one single fucking time though. And uh, they all congratulated me. And then I pretended that I went and threw up outside and I left because I was like, I'm not coming back to this place until I know that I'm not working here anymore. Absolutely not. I, yeah, almost I can, I can understand that. She was screaming at me. At like, the why register. would you go back just to get walked like, out? People you know? are awful. I don't know how people do retail. I thought that I was dealing with some bad shit in the service industry. Retail is a nightmare. Like, oh yeah, I worked at I worked at Best Buy. Um, I was a manager there, and uh, Christmas uh, the the week before Christmas, and basically all of Christmas was like a nightmare. Um, you know, you, you you had people you had people that were like swapping swapping uh, uh, UPC codes, and then bitching that the the price wasn't right. And it's like, well, no, it's a completely different product because you changed the stickers, dude. Like, <laughs> if I ever worked in that environment again, this was before I got into the initial thing with the fake communist group that we all know. And the, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I won't name names. I'll only name Luckily, luckily I wasn't um, part of it. So. But, so this was before all of that. And so I had, like, I was communist, but I had no, like, narrative for it. And honestly, yeah. I wonder how I would have handled it being at the customer service desk be, be, with people being like, oh, this is too much, or this was this. And I'm just like, sir, how much do you think I'm getting paid right now? And how much do you think that I care? <laughs> not enough for that nice. i'm like no i mean honestly i would make those comments all the time like i <laughs> i don't do it as much with local places because i work with a local place now and while that still doesn't pay enough you have a little bit more leeway as far as how you can dress what you can say and right. sometimes you do get paid better than even a corporation will pay you um, yeah, yeah. So, and well, and, and that's where it's at. To be honest, I mean, I I would much rather just have a a little mom and pop family business that I can you know take care of. Every uh, time I've tried to do something, it, it has always been short lived and very bad. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's terrible. 
I, I, I've never worked for, I've never worked for a small business. The only one I had ever worked for was I was, I was like 14 and my, uh, my parents bought a skating rink and that was, that was a blast. I, I had, I had all kinds of fun working there, you know, child labor and all that, but you know, it's your parents, like, of course you're going to help, you know, (laughs) family business. Well, um, I've, I've only probably a handful of times worked for a corporate organization and it was always very constricting to me. And I know I never felt right. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I, I, I thought, I, I thought you said that, uh, that every mom and pop shop you've ever worked at has always ended horribly. And I was like, Oh, oh shit, no, that's no, terrible. that's, that's <laughs> mostly, no, that's mostly what I do. Yeah. Um, well, and specifically being in the service industry, that's very easy to do. Um, well, and it, it seems like it'd be a freer route as far as like, like you said, the leeway that you can take as far as like how you dress, what you say, what you do, you know, when you take your breaks, when you take your lunch, you know. No, he's always telling me, it's weird. He's always telling me that I can like leave in the middle of the ship to go with food. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. You're like, no, like, dude. <laughs> I mean, there's post. a pizza place right there. <laughs> I also don't have to be there until noon or 11. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's it, like, I have plenty of time. It's not like you're making me come in here at 7 a.m. You can't even open at 7 a.m. Sorry, I'm spilling coffee everywhere. So, so like everything, everything that I specifically do is like booze, liquor, food. And so when you work for a bar or you work for a restaurant or you work for a liquor store, those are obviously not corporate environments all the time. I mean, right. you could work for like Chili's or Applebee's or whatever. <laughs> why would I want to do that? Yeah, no, no thanks. Uh, because yeah. once you actually get into fine dining or things like that, like those are obviously not corporate institutions. Correct. The yeah. only corporate fine dining institution that I can think of is Charleston's with um, mahogany's. Oh wow, that's 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 even too bougie for what I was thinking. I was thinking like the cheesecake. I'm factory. just saying. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm saying like if it's five star and it's corporate, I the only right. one that I can think of is mahogany's. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the five star are never corporate. Yeah, that's true. They're always locally owned and, you know, locally ran. You got a point there. Oh, time for your shot? Okay. All right, ladies, uh, I love you all. I will talk to you manana. I got to go. I got to go get Gran's uh, shot and stuff ready and put her to bed. And then I think uh, we may end here anyway now. I think we've covered quite a bit. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining us. We felt very alone. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I I I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Have a good night. All right. I'm gonna grab the music and do the thing. I'll meet you over there. I still have a little bit of time. Okay. I'll uh I'll hop in there for a few, but uh, I get some rest. Um. The headache has at least subsided for the most part, but I still feel spent from it. Wonderful. 
uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, Say gay. Say gay every chance you have. Be gay every chance to be gay. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yes. That. Absolutely. Um, we will see you Sunday night uh, for another episode on Bell Hook's book, uh, Killing Rage, Ending Racism. Uh, as well as Wednesday night for that. And uh, keep your eyes open. We haven't decided which day we are going to air it next week, but we have an interview coming your way with um, Chairman Sharad Zulu of the New African Black Panther Party. And we will be discussing the Hassan Shakur Community Center that has been built there in conjunction with the uh, United Panther Movement and the second rainbow coalition. So there's going to be a lot of awesome stuff that we're diving into there. So um, keep your eyes open for that one. And otherwise we'll see you back here next Thursday, I think for the current event stream. So anywho, good to act. <laughs>